0: Hi, this is NFL Networks Patrick Claybon, welcoming you to another episode of the Fourth and Out Podcast. It's the best podcast. Well, yeah, I'll say it. It's the best podcast in the world. Because you are listening to it right now. It's in your ears, and you hear me, and I'm telling you it's the best. You could be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're not. You're listening to the Fourth and Out because. Well, the universe has decided to give you this, this opportunity to hear a fantastic podcast. So continue on the path that might be central and enjoy the 4th and Out podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to new episode of the 4th and Out podcast with me, George Evans. Joining me this week, Liam Whiting. Liam, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, very well. Very well. Also joining me, Ollie Broom. Ollie, how are you?
2: Hello, sir. Not too bad. Not too bad.
1: Good man. You sound about as pepped as as we were just just before we joined uh, joined the podcast because we're all kind of struggling. I don't know why. I don't. Do you know what I think it is? Because this happens to me every every year. I think it's as soon as um, the weather kind of closes in on you, it gets darker earlier. I get to a point where I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of how I feel.
0: Liam, are you the same? Yes. It's it's pretty bleak at the weather at the moment in the UK, isn't it? It's not great. Just, uh,
2: just walked home in the rain, so thanks for that. Yeah,
1: yeah that's it. Well, I mean, that's all I'm glad we got the uh, typical British weather chat out of the way what sooner else rather than later
0: on an NFL podcast. Playing <laughs> well, hits,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, play the hits. Well, we could brighten this up by talking about some good football. Yes,
2: I'll tell you that. So, the um, second album of good football.
1: now that's what I call good football yeah that's what we're going for let's open it up and um let's go through week five so a lot of good games in week five um and obviously there was a game here in England that we might talk about uh soon but I think there's only one place to really start and that's in Los Angeles LA Chargers 47 Cleveland Browns 42 um this game kind of making a very early case for game of the year, and it's hard to argue that it's been the game of the year so far. Um, yeah, I mean, just a crazy game. So Justin Herbert threw for nearly 400 yards, four touchdowns. You know, have you ordered
0: f- the- Sorry, George, have you ordered the jersey yet? That's what we all want to know. Are you going to buy one Sunday? Like, we need to know the important facts.
1: Well, I've got some big news, mate. So what I've done is I've been a 12-year-old kid and asked my mum if I can get my Christmas present early because, you know, I live on my own. Money's slightly tight. So I will be buying one on Sunday as my present. If you don't come
0: home with a Washington football or a child's jersey, I think I'm going to do something as a afraid.
1: It will be a Justin Herbert jersey yeah um if they've got it if they've got the dark blue one then i'll be getting that yeah you gotta um, get light
0: blue honolulu no, blue no no no
1: no i don't like light blue dark blue i'm a dark blue guy with the uh yellow trim that's that's a little bit of me so yeah i'm being a 12 year old again and asking my mum for some money and buying myself an early christmas present so that's what we're gonna do and who could blame me after watching his performance you know on I sunday want-
0: What I want to say is, how did the Browns get 532 yards and not win this game? It's unbelievable. Like, you would win 99% of games normally.
2: Well, can you repeat that stat that you sent us? Because that is more than 99%. Yeah, so wasn't it? uh,
1: Was it if you've scored, I can't remember what the stat was, Oli? You might remember it better than I do. I know it was 463 to one or something ridiculous like that. But, um, the teams know, that
2: scored 40 points and had no turnovers before Sunday were 463 and zero. <laughs> That's um, absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. The Browns are the one in 463 and one, unfortunately.
1: To be fair, if you were going to guess that any team would have been them, it'd have been either the Browns or the Lions. You know, it, they're just kind of teams that these kind of things happen to. But no, I mean, yeah, we could start with the Browns, the Browns played really well. Um, in this game, Baker Mayfield played a lot better than he did against the Vikings. So it, it looks like his shoulder problem sorted out. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt combined for over 200 Chubb yards was and amazing, three touchdowns. Wasn't he?
0: Chubb was so and, good.
1: So good. But then, you know, we were talking about this game as it was going on, Liam, and you were like, oh, well, I might give it up because the game looks a bit lost. And we were like, no, 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 stick with I it. Was I was think...
0: half joking when I said that. And I was half like, is you this game You absolutely
2: weren't. You tried to take it back later. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he absolutely yeah. wasn't. And he he done it, I think, at the start of the third quarter. And just to put this game into perspective, there were 41 points scored in the fourth quarter. 41... I did think at the end of
0: this game, could you imagine if I just went to bed and didn't watch the end of it? i would have been fuming. Oh, that would have been so you as well. I did did change channel to red zone and I went back again. I was like, I can't not watch this. I I can't
1: get my head around some of the scoring in this game or some of the yards that people were putting up. It is just incredible. It was the most back and forth game I think I've seen since that um, LA Rams-Kansas City game in Mexico. Uh, What was it? 53-51 or something ridiculous like that. But yeah, to me... um, Ollie Justin Herbert's looking like an MVP candidate. He might be number one now on the MVP list because this guy is just, he's an absolute superstar.
2: I would still say too early for MVP chat, but um, if you want to go there, yeah, why not? Of um, course I'm, course I'm going to go there. I love it. This Chargers team is so much fun. Um, I love how they, they seemingly never know when they're beaten. Like They were down by 14 and Liam thought they were done, but they weren't. Uh, but just how aggressive they are as well. Like they're just constantly going for it on fourth down and they went for it on fourth down from from their own 20 or 25 as well.
1: Yeah, that is, I mean, the stones to do that from Brandon Staley
2: is just but, ridiculous. I mean, I'm going to come back to this point later, but aggressiveness will win you games. Be bold. Yeah. Like you're, you're, It's not like baseball where you've got a thousand game a season or whatever it is. You know, you've only got 17 games. You've got to go and go and win the game. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, Although, I mean, uh, Austin Eckler falling into the end. Well, no, he didn't even fall in. He was pushed in by the Browns.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, incredible play from the Browns trying to trying to get the ball back there. I mean, yeah, every part of this game was just in, it, absolutely incredible. Um, you know, and one player that I like to highlight because I've been really impressed by him this season is Mike Williams, who is having a serious breakout year. Eight catches for 165 in this game. Um, you know he's kind of turned into the player that the chargers needed. And if I'm looking at the Chargers team in, in general, I know our mate Liam doesn't think uh, thinks because you've given up 40 points it doesn't make you a good defence. I think that's absolute balls. Um it's just offense beats defence in the NFL. It just yeah. it is always it is always good. They've got
2: good players on defense. Like Derwin James is having a
1: great season. Fantastic. If if Dak wasn't playing so well he'd be your comeback player of the year because that's how good Derwin James is. Joey Bosa's playing at a supreme level their offensive line is fantastic you know Herbert is playing this well because he's getting so much protection um Liam do you think look it's still early days it's still week five but do you think both
0: of these teams are contenders yeah I, I would still say they'll be there or are about the end of the season but still a lot of football to play so I can't call it yet it's the classic take it each week isn't it I hate to use cliches but it really is
1: it is, and my call last week of the Chargers winning the uh, AFC West just got a lot better. Have you with the other three, night? with the other two uh, three teams losing? No, and I think that's the problem. I've kind of missed the uh, the high point of it now. Oli would know better than me, but the odds last week would have been a lot better than they were this week. So, um, sadly, I didn't bet on it. I didn't put my money where my mouth was, which is unlike me because my mouth's got me in a lot of trouble before. But. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there we go, a cracking game, probably the game of the season. It'll take some beating, let's put it that way, because that was fantastic. All right, let's go on to another good game, a really good game. So actually, which one should we go on to first? Bills, chi- Yeah, Bills Chiefs. Bills. So sun- yeah, Sunday night football, um, the premier game of the week on paper and in terms of the players playing as well. Um, this was a big game for the Buffalo Bills and they won 38-20. Mm-hmm. This, to me, felt like a real statement win. A will uh, The one team that's cost them, you know, uh, AFC Championship games in the past, playoff games, you know, they're just that one team that they couldn't get over the hump, Liam. But um, they did it this time, and they looked by far the better team, both on offense and defense.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to ask you. So the Bills were fantastic, and they finally got over a hurdle. But what's going on with the Chiefs? Like, they're two and three. What's, I know they're not we- going to win every game. I appreciate... You're not going to go 17-0, and 0, but they don't look as good as they were. Look, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago.
1: Their defence is terrible. And it's costing them. Yeah, it is it is. one of the worst in the league. They've they've given up more than 29 points every single game. You can't win games like that, you know. And no matter how good your offence is, if you're giving up 30 points to teams like the Eagles... You so
0: know does this make the AFC more competitive
1: now? Well, I think this... I don't know what you boys think, but to me, this pushes the Chiefs outside even the top three or four in the AFC. Because you need a good look, as much as I talk about offense wins games, you still need a good defense. And I don't you know, think um
2: like Mahomes has regressed at all. I think maybe he've got a bit of a chip on his shoulder and he's maybe having like almost overcompensating because mm-hmm. the defense isn't playing well. Um
1: Yeah. That's it. He's he's been asked to do a lot more because you know if you if you're playing with a defense that isn't getting any stops or isn't getting any takeaways <laughs> then you are going to have to make more throws. You're going to have to spend more time in the passing game. You're going to have to take more risks.
2: Um, I, and I think for me, though, we've just got to talk about how good the Bills are.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ollie, why don't you talk about how good the Bills are?
2: Not <laughs> um, smooth, it? The Buffalo Bills are a very good football team. Um, Josh Allen is awesome in this game. And I think they've gone from last season just having uh, Stefan Diggs To now, they've got other options, like Sanders. Every time I see him on uh, Red Zone or YouTube highlights, he just seems to be catching long passes. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, Dawson Knox is having a great season as well. Um,
0: I think that's the difference with the Bills this year, is they're getting the most out of multiple players. They're not just relying on a couple.
1: That's it, though. That is it. And you look at Josh Allen. He only attempted 26 passes in this game. Normally, you're looking at Josh Allen attempting at least 40-plus. So what they're doing is they've also, they've not got a brilliant running game, but they can kind of rely on it. And because their defence is putting them in such good positions, they're just, every time they're on the field, they're making the most of it. But the offence just isn't on the field that much. You know, the players, Dawson Knox, um, Zach Moss and Emmanuel Sanders, were your top receivers with three receptions each. You know, they're just not being asked to do too much because to me, the story of this season for the Buffalo Bills is that is that defence, which is so much better than it was last well, season. Sanders already,
2: had three, three receptions and two of them went for touchdowns.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, it. That is, that
2: is high efficiency of it.
1: High efficiency, but also shows that the problem that the Chiefs are having because these are chunk plays. You look at Stefan Diggs, two receptions, 69 yards. Dawson Knox, three receptions, 117 yards. I mean, oh, he, he, sort of, it, he could have had
2: a, a touchdown as well. He just sort of fell over. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think, <laughs> I think he thought the coverage was tighter and it, it really wasn't. He's done Is a Dan um, Jones
1: there, and he just got shot out of midair. Yeah, poor bloke. But to me, that's the story. This this game was a story of, all right, yeah, two good offenses, but the two opposable defenses, and that's why the Bills won this game. The Chiefs couldn't get off the field, and the Bills could stop Mahomes. And it's as simple as that. And if the Chiefs don't find a way to sort it out, they they won't even come close to an AFC uh, championship game, in my
0: opinion. Going to the championship game, so who, if you're saying the Chiefs aren't as good, who would be your favourite now, Chargers or Bills? Well, the, uh,
1: to me, the AFC favourites are the Bills. I, I can't. They've scored the most points in the NFL and they've conceded the fewest points in the NFL. Yeah, that's I mean, a solid argument. That's, that's incredible. Um, and if you're looking at, I think the Chargers are better than the Chiefs now um, at the moment, and the division says so. I think uh, Dallas. Oh, no, sorry, the NFC. NFC. Um, I think uh, the Ravens are probably better than the Chiefs. The Browns are better than the Chiefs. So, yeah, I mean, you put them in the top five, but you'd only put them at maybe four or five. I don't know what you think. Yeah,
2: I still think they'll still get a a playoff berth. And obviously, they're very, like, streetwise in the playoffs. They know how to win games. So that will stand them in good stead. But um, whether or not they're going to go back to the Super Bowl, I definitely
0: wouldn't be wouldn't be banking on it. Or oh, no. to play the bucks.
1: Well, I, well, we'll get on to that possibly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's kind of a very high likelihood. But yeah, the story here was the Buffalo Bills, and good yeah, for great. And, it's great, um, great
0: to see him doing well.
1: No, it really is. After a they, Ollie, I know you're a Steelers fan, but that makes that, it just makes that week one uh, defeat look so odd, doesn't it? it yeah, <laughs> like,
2: what what was that about? I think it may be just like a perfect storm for the
1: Steelers. Yeah, I think you're right. He's just catching a team on week one, and that's why he just can't take week one too seriously. But, uh, yeah, brilliant for the Bills, brilliant for our mate Steve, who's a a Bills fan, so good times. All right, let's go on to Monday Night Football, um, because this was a bloody good game as well. Liam, friend of the podcast who's on here, stayed up for the whole thing, must have been up till about 5 a.m., Um, Ravens got into another overtime game, this time with the Colts, 31-25. The Colts missed a field... I think it was a field goal with three seconds on the board uh, to win the game. Blankenship misses it. um, Wide left, I believe. And then he also missed uh, PATs during the game, which would have sewn it up as well. Um, Kickers have not had a good weekend. Uh, Bar yours, Lee. I mean, Greg Joseph, kickers have really not had a a good weekend. But... um, yeah, let's give a shout out to the Ravens to start with because they stuck in there. Lamar played really well, four touchdowns over 400 yards. Um,
0: yeah, Liam. I was going to say about Lamar, he is playing unreal at the moment. The So it's I incredible. stat earlier saying that this was his largest point deficit he's come back from in his career. So he's really sort of changing, isn't he? And he's really improving. Um, yeah, um, he's potentially MVP form, but we'll come to mm-hmm. that later in the season. Well, wanna, I mean, if you want to make that
2: argument, he's putting this team on his back because yeah. his, his defense isn't really standing
0: up. They're in a lot of close. And that's game. what Rodgers and players have done for years, and that's what you've got to do. And that is an MVP player to me.
2: I haven't, I haven't watched the highlights of this one yet, so I can't comment too much. I know we're always professional on this podcast, yeah, um,
0: always a lot of research.
2: <laughs> but um, like, just reading the stat lines this morning, like, mad incredible what's um, going on here like Wentz had about 10,000 yards as well
1: yeah I mean what impressed me most about Lamar Jackson is his completions 37 of 43 which is just ridiculous So nice. 85% for 442 yards and four touchdowns it's incredible and, oh, then and he got- had
2: 62 yards rushing as well
1: yeah, combined, Lamar Jackson has 500 yards. Uh,
0: how many months ago did we say that he couldn't throw the ball? <laughs> Look
1: at him now. Do you mean how many months ago did you say that he couldn't throw the ball? I kept didn't just him a running say back.
0: I didn't. Right. I only say that for our friend Bodgers. That's the only reason why.
1: Well, I don't remember. I've made some bad takes on this, which I'm going to have to apologise for. But I don't well, we remember saying that. We never claimed
0: good takes on this podcast, did we? No, really? that's
1: very true. That's very true. But... Um, yeah, just incredible. I'm a bit annoyed I put Mark Andrews on my fantasy bench, ending up with 42 points, but uh, still won the matchup, so that's all right. But if I'm if I'm the Indianapolis Colts here, I, I'm not. The problem is the games they've lost before this one, and now they're they're one and four. Because if you win this at two and three, you kind of give yourself an opportunity. But losing this is a real killer, especially when they played so well on offense. But man, kickers, what, what's going on with kickers? Why can't they hit PATs? There were 13 missed. This week, which is the most in NFL history,
2: I just—I mean, if you don't want to understand, talk about field goals as well. There's another game we can get onto.
1: <laughs> oh well, yeah, don't worry, we <laughs> we will. But uh, I just, uh, yes, yeah, very strange. Obviously, it happens to all kickers, but um, yeah, just Play a quick field word field. on. Yeah, no, I feel for them as well because no, sure, no, I don't. All they've got to do is kick a ball.
0: I meant the, I meant the Colts, rather than the kicker. But... Oh
1: yeah, mate, I feel but, for the Colts like as well because pay- Carson Wentz was great.
0: Well, kickers get paid literally a million a year to do one thing a game.
1: I know, I know. But hey, it's the way it goes sometimes. You know it better than better than most, mate. Yeah, what can I say? So, uh, <laughs> But no, let's just have a quick word on Carson Wentz. I thought this is the best game he's had since he's been at uh, Indianapolis. You know, over 400 yards, two touchdowns. He it, it, it was so solid, so, so solid. And they got the running game going with Jonathan Taylor, who's good at the backfield as well incredibly unlucky to do this game. I I I know you haven't seen the highlights of this, Ollie, but there was a a defensive play by the Colts in which um, Darius Leonard pitched it back and then it went for a touchdown, but it was called back because the pitch was was forward. I'm not too sure it was forward. I think they got kind of robbed of uh, six points there, which would have closed the game up, but tough game, tough one for the Colts. And it, At one and four, you're kind of looking at your season being relatively over, I think
0: yeah you're over them. yeah
2: Titans are three and two, so obviously that's a few games back and it's pretty crowded in the AFC. I think they'll do well to they do very well to make the playoffs now which is a shame. Well,
1: I think the only way you do it is because the AFC itself is so bad that um you can still do it as long as the Titans but you think how many games are there be on the Titans two really two games back yeah. So if you beat the beat the Titans, beat the other two teams, and then you, you're kind of getting in there with a shout. I know they've lost to the Titans already, but you know it's not impossible just because of the terrible division they're in. It's not in the...
0: impo- impossible, but statistically it is. But yeah, it, realistically they could do it, but you, it's hard to it's hard coming back from that deficit.
1: It is. It's just the same way that we looked at the NFC East last season, where because all the teams sucked. That they still had a chance all of them going into week uh 16 i think it was and you get the extra game this year as well so maybe one of four this year isn't as bad as one of four last year anyway
2: okay,
1: okay let's move on um where should we go next let's go to tampa bay yeah let's go to tampa bay i enjoyed this one um so this was Tom Brady and the Buccaneers 45, Miami Dolphins 17. Their season is cooked now at one and four, just because of their division and being in the AFC. Um, I'm not quite sure how to explain Tom Brady. If I was talking about Tom Brady to someone who didn't watch the NFL, I don't think there's any other sports person I could compare him to because he's 44 years old. He's just gone out there through five touchdowns for 400 yards and has done it with such ease. I know they've got good players. I know that. But I, he is, he's not aging.
0: The thing is, I think for other sports, you can compare him to uh, classics. But to someone of that age, I don't think anyone's done it. But, to be but that that's what
1: concerned. I mean. like yeah. You, you can't—you just can't do it. Because of the age that he is, I, I couldn't compare him to any, anyone else. You can kind of argue that he's the greatest sportsman in sport at the moment. because The, only, the only
0: other players that have done it at his age were Manning and Favre, really. There's not really... It they weren't 44 though no but I don't that's get any- what i mean that's it's, it's, it's hard i'm clutching at straws here because no, no, it's hard
1: for comparisons it is I, I just want to talk about how good he is i mean he's it, just not showing any signs of regression he's getting better and you know you've got players like antonio brown who looks like the old antonio brown like pittsburgh antonio brown is just looking incredible mike evans had a massive game as well chris godwin the same and but he's still been asked to throw the ball 40, 41 times. And this is 41 times against, all right, the Dolphins team are not good, but they've got good coverage. Yeah. So, you know, that was the only kind of plus point there. But, yeah, Ollie, what do you make of this one, mate?
2: Yeah, I mean, why not? Just let him throw it. He's in such good form. He's probably the best form of his career, you could say. Just let him go out there and sling it. It's working, working for the Bucks beautifully.
1: Yeah, he's definitely in the best form of his life when it comes to downfield passes. Um, It's the most accurate he's ever been. Um, Yeah, incredible performance. It was the kind of performance that you needed to see from Tampa Bay because their offense has been a bit hit and miss so far this season. I guess when you're coming up against Miami, who really are just shot to bits at the moment, um, they took the lead in this game. But after that, they couldn't really get anything going. And uh, obviously, we'll be going to see him on, on Sunday and hopefully two is back for that. And I think he will be, but for a team that we had so such high hopes for you know it it is a shame what's going on with the dolphins and their season
2: looks looks cooked at one of four they badly need to win on sunday um i mean i don't know if we're going to be supporting them or the jags
1: but we'll see uh well my mum's a dolphins fan so i'll support support the dolphins there'll be a lot of dolphins fans there i think uh, someone on the chat said they're the most supported team in britain which is not a surprise to me at all and the jags will be up there with second or third most supported teams so there'll be a lot of good support going on um you've
0: got to support Trevor Lawrence surely but
1: we'll come to that but not yeah. Urban Meyer <laughs> yeah exactly that's the problem isn't it but not Urban Meyer um yeah Liam do you see any way back to the Miami Dolphins obviously they finished with a record of 11 and 5 last year but they've just had they just can't get anything going on offense and that's the problem and when your defense has been asked to do so much you've
0: just got no chance they almost need Tua to come back to sort of turn their season round because I don't see how else they could do it at this point. But do you, how much can you, you do? You remove, do? Uh, yeah, on? I don't know. It's hard. What do you do?
2: I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility that they go from eleven and five to five and eleven.
0: Yeah, I
1: completely agree. I also don't think I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility that Deshaun Watson is getting a call at some point. Um, maybe not this season, but at the end of this season and saying, do you fancy playing for the Miami Dolphins? Because, look, we'll see what Tua does in the rest of this year. But I don't think the jury's out anymore that they took the wrong quarterback in uh, Tua over Herbert. I mean, there's going to be no no comparison there. And I think we've seen enough from Tua to say that he's probably not the player that everyone thought he was going to be. Um, so they'll be looking at quarterbacks. But they're not being helped. Like, they brought in Will Fuller, who was meant to help out that... Um, Wide receiver room, he's been he's fucking vanished for half the season for whatever reasons. Devontae Parker was out in this, so they're only really throwing to Jalen Waddell or Mike Jasicki. He
2: Waddell dropped a touchdown, he hasn't really done a lot thus far. Not when you look at like Devontae Smith, and in particular, Jamar Chase is just absolutely balling out.
1: Yeah, man. Um, worrying times for the Dolphins, which is a shame because. I was excited going into the season. I think we all were in our preview shows. We had the Dolphins. I, was, and I the think we were quietly
0: optimistic, weren't we, for them? But,
1: yeah. Yeah. We're fucking idiots. We don't know anything. People should listen to us. But uh, I hope you do, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on. Um, I've got a couple more I want to talk about. So, Bengals-Packers is definitely one. Uh, I thought this was a brilliant six o'clock game. Um, another game that, that went to overtime. Packers twenty five, Bengals uh, twenty two. I, I I I can't even explain the last two minutes or whatever happened in in this game. So this was, was nuts five, on red zone. It was incredible. Five missed field goals. Uh, five missed game winning field goals, I believe. To two from the Bengals, three from Mason Crosby, who then hit the game winning field goal in um, I don't know the sixth or seventh minute of <laughs> overtime. But this was, nobody wanted to win it. I, I, it was absolutely incredible. I, that um, the, the
2: Bengals kicker thought he'd won it.
1: Mate, um, I thought he'd won it. That ball was straight. That, <laughs> it was straight as an arrow. And then some, it must have been a gust of wind. I think he came out after the game and said there must have been some wind because that ball just it zipped past the, the left hand. Or it, it hit the left hand upright, didn't it? And then um, Mason Crosby, who's only missed two kicks in the last three years, missed three in the space of four minutes. Or something absolutely ridiculous, but um, if, if you're looking at a tail of the tape, it's the way that the things go for the Packers, and it's the way that the things go for the Bengals, and it's just that kind of thing. But if I'm, let's start with the Bengals. If I'm a Bengals fan, Liam, I'm pretty optimistic about my team because Joe Burrow is looking great, and his connection with Jamal Chase is just incredible.
0: I think you just put this game as unlucky and you move on don't you, you can't really, I didn't catch a lot of this because I was watching the Vikings game but yeah, I think, I think they're looking good and I think you sort of be a bit more optimistic about your divisional games now
1: 100% yeah, I mean <clears throat> yeah, I, I was really impressed with the Bengals, it's not a make or break result, they're still 3-2 but where they've come from last year Ollie, is that they, were, they wouldn't be anywhere near competitive enough in these games you know, and they'd get blown out by the Packers but they should have won this
2: if yeah, if you say to them like this time last year, oh, you take the Packers to overtime,
0: you'd laugh. It's just
2: night, you? night and day, difference They're mm-hmm. just hanging around in games. Obviously, they've won a few games. Um, yeah, they they've got the makings of, of something there. Um, yeah, definitely. I with the Packers, like uh, Devonte Adams had uh, two hundred and sixty yards. Jesus, <laughs> it's God. just unheard of.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is just ridiculous, isn't it? That guy is absolutely incredible. Um, And that's 206 of the 344, so that is a huge, huge portion of it. Your boy Aaron Jones had a good game as well, 14 carries for 103 yards. Yeah,
2: he's rumbling along nicely.
1: Rumbling, such an underrated back, Aaron Jones, he really is.
2: Yeah, getting Um, a bit of work taken by Dylan, which you don't like to see for fantasy purposes, but there we go.
1: True that, true that, but um, yeah, the Packers, again, week one, let's just not take week one into consideration and what happened with the New Orleans Saints, Uh, they're back to four and one, they've won their last four, they've got, um, yeah, they've got some momentum, they're looking good, they're looking back to the old Packers team that they were last season.
0: I've not really heard many people talk about the Packers and I don't know if that's a good thing or not.
1: I think it's a good thing for them. Yeah, more I agree. I think they're more than happy just, you know, going along where they are, they're top of the NFC North, obviously um they've got the best division best record in the nfc other than the cardinals so yeah i think the packers are just rolling along quite nicely aaron rogers playing brilliant football um defense is playing after, well
0: he's come back after his big 36 percent rating hasn't
1: he yeah exactly so that you're not going to keep aaron rogers down for long mate that, and... that
0: we we said at the time that wasn't going to last that's why we made the most of it and laughed
1: no, but it's, it just, again, it proves on that that's week one can be, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. All right. Let's get through a couple more games. Ollie, I want to talk about your Steelers. Cause I was impressed by, um, big Ben. I'll go have to eat some humble pie. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. You no, know, do you know what I was? Cause, um, he made some big plays when they needed to be made. All right. He, he didn't look good at some points in the game, but he looked better than he did for the last four weeks. Um, you know, you can look at the completion percentage, and it doesn't look. I think it's about sixty percent. It's it's not world class, but yeah, I was I enjoyed some of the deep balls. I enjoyed some of the passes, um, and I enjoyed the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers won this game because they needed to win this game, and N- Najee Harris as well, um, rushing for one hundred and twenty plus yards. I, I would, think there was a lot of reasons to be positive.
2: I would say this was more the football they needed to play, feeding the mm-hmm. ball to Harris, getting him, getting him going. Um, and taking deep shots when they presented themselves. Obviously, the long touchdown to Johnson. Um, I don't think Ben's arm... I don't think his arm strength is the problem at all, but he does make some sketchy decisions. He should have been picked off a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, the Broncos sort of hung around in this game and obviously they needed the interception at the end to wrap it up, but... um, yeah, the win was the most important thing.
1: Yeah, that's it. Because if you're looking at your season at one and four, you're pretty much cooked, especially in that division. And again, in the AFC, so huge win. I was re- yeah, Najee Harris is is going to be a great player. Um, let's turn it around to the Broncos because you know the one thing I don't need to eat humble pie on is the Broncos. I don't think they're that good at all. The three teams they beat were the Giants, Jets, and Jaguars. And then they've come up against two relatively okay teams. And uh, all right, now the Ravens are probably better than okay, but the Steelers, probably a six out of 10 team. And they just couldn't really get anything going. Their offense stunk for the first three quarters until they scored 13 points in the fourth. Um, their defense is still good, but I don't know. They, I don't know what the Broncos are, Liam. You might know better than me. You've got a mate who's a Broncos fan. I. Yeah, they were the worst I... they were the worst 3 0 team, let's put it that way, and now the I... record's kind of straightening out.
0: It goes back to what we're saying about the quarterback situation, doesn't it, really? It comes back to that. Because the defence kept them in it. And they just couldn't get going on offense.
1: Yeah, I don't know how it's... much I want to blame Teddy for this though, because I don't know. How,
0: yeah. No, I don't know. I I don't want to either. But who else do you blame? Because if the offense aren't getting going, what... the defense
2: didn't make the plays because they should have picked Ben off twice that I can recall. And you you've got yeah. to make make them plays.
1: Yeah, I think possibly when you're looking at the game and they've given up what twenty four of the twenty seven points in the first three quarters. So at that point, it was twenty four to six, I believe, going into the fourth. So they did get summit going on offense, but I just I just think this team is is full of good but not great players and that'll be their problem and if you're coming up against you know in my opinion better teams than the Broncos of which I think there are a lot of them then I know they've got injuries they probably got the most injuries in the NFL as well bar the Giants at the moment um yeah I just I I, I just can't get on board with the Broncos team I don't know what it is I don't really hate them as much as I make out on the podcast I was just happy that this was a Pittsburgh win and if I'm Denver I'm you know, I don't know where I am. I it's really just a, a middling
2: season of nothing, really. Yeah. So it's, Eating it's bad okay. teams, losing to okay teams.
1: And they're in a tough division as well. You know, a really difficult division um, where every team, bar the Chiefs, has a winning record. So, yeah, interesting one for the Broncos. Um, all right. Is there any other games that you boys want to talk about before we go on to week six?
2: bit of the Vikings. Do you want to say anything, Liam?
1: There's nothing really needs to be said about this game. Come really. on, Lim. It's, Lim it's can you just real. enjoy it? Can you just enjoy the fact that you you uh, scored a game-winning field goal and you made Dan Campbell cry?
0: I'll tell you what. The fact we won a we won by field goal. I didn't know what that ever felt like. So that was great. Um, and I did feel really sorry for Dan Campbell at the end. I didn't mm. ever think we'd make him cry. No, he's a tough bastard, mate. I didn't think anyone i know. would make him I'm cry. Really,
2: like... I got. I've got some things to say about
0: this. I yeah. Go on. I'll let you go first. Right.
2: Third and seven. Right.
1: I'm gonna sit back a minute. Sorry. Third
2: and Just seven. Man. Right, and you run the football. Yeah. Like, pass the foot, pass the ball,
0: and ice the game there. Yeah. That
2: was a terrible play call. Um, I
0: agree. Can play with you, great. So. And then yeah.
2: I would give, Kirk Cousins a bit of credit. Um. For now, for the, for the at this second, I'll give him some credit. For driving them down into field goal range. Um, but then at the same time, you've put up 24 points in the last two weeks. Like, so, go and win me some football games. Go and, go and entertain
0: me. So at the end of the game, Zimmer said the play calling wasn't aggressive. Who calls the fucking plays? Don't understand it. And both so, of these yeah, games. I
2: love how aggressive the Chargers are. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah why okay. don't we do the same I don't understand it and that was why I was annoyed with this game because you were we were chatting on the chat about it and you were saying oh yeah you've done well but you weren't seeing the plays you're like because red zone you don't see every play and that was the issue that we didn't just go for it like why like we're playing the Lions what why didn't we like try and just kill the game off and this is the problem with Zimmer and this is why people are getting annoyed with him and want him fired this is the biggest issue Lions have got to go win one soon. And I wanted to come onto the Lions where I was having a look on Twitter after the game and everyone was saying about being 0-5. And, and I don't remember them being 0-5 for this long time, for a really long time.
1: Right, but let's face it, the Lions <laughs> have been
0: so unlucky. Yeah, they I mean, have. They, they are the unluckiest team in the league, aren't they? Well,
1: it's a, Actually, it's a bit of unlucky and it's just a bit of shit defense because you can't give up. Um, the yardage for Cousins um, uh, to move forward like that put you in field goal position I would um, like to
0: say Saul did amazing tackle on Griffin earlier on in the game he was unreal like he played really well I can't fault him at all
1: no Penai Saul does look like the player that people thought he was going to be and also yeah.
2: like speaking of like being aggressive you know they can kick an extra point to tie the game or go for two and they went for two
0: I absolutely
2: yeah, love, love that, that
0: I, yeah, yeah. I, when that happened, I was like, "Here we go." <laughs> it,
1: well, no, I thought, honestly, that was an incredible call. That, that was that, really that was, was really good, and finished, it was a
0: man. really good
2: play by Goff as well.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't to tie the game; all, it
2: was to take the lead, yeah, which made it two Yeah, yeah, it was an extra point to tie and a, a yeah, two and, and to two
1: to lead. So, honestly, if they hadn't have got that, that was that was the game ice. The stones on Dan Campbell. No wonder he was crying after the game. I would have been, because that was, I, I just feel so sorry for him. Get a win, Lions. Come on, let's do it. They've got the Bengals next week. I don't, Let's see what we can do.
0: I think they'll win a game soon. They're, they're not going to go in 17 Well, I've, we've all
1: said it. They're not the worst team in football. They're not. At all.
0: Like, if you put them against the Jags, I think they'd comfortably beat them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. But, Liam, you've got to be happy because, you know, you're two and three now. You're kind of getting back into the groove of it. The NFC is easier than the AFC. If you it get is. a couple more
0: wins, then, you know. Well, this, is, this is the issue. I don't see where these wins are coming from. <laughs> Ollie, hit him, please. So, go, go, go around right. that. <laughs> so, let me read you our next six games, and then you'll see why I all right, all right, all right, right. All right, so we have got the Panthers on Sunday. It's winnable. Yeah, winnable game. Yeah, I'll give you that, hundred percent. So I'm waiting for Google to load this.
1: <laughs> Do you know what, Ollie? When he said this, I thought he might have had it fucking prepared. <laughs>
2: not doing <laughs> that to, wait 10 to The power of internet. This negativity is dragging me down. <laughs>
1: right. It's also bringing Google down. <laughs> I'm dinner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, come on. And then we have got the Cowboys, right?
2: Okay, yeah.
0: Ravens, who, Chargers. <laughs> Packers, Forty uh, <laughs> ers Lions. Oh, that's an nice Ste- winnable. Okay, Lions Steelers. Well, I think the, the last three, there. Yeah, yeah. The last yeah, three yeah. Are probably. So, yeah, that's probably a bit enjoyable. of a tough, run, tough run mid-season, isn't it?
1: It is, but then you've you've got to think that every team. I think the AFC North, uh, sorry, the NFC North gets dicked a lot more than some of the other divisions this year just because of the way that things go. Liam, if you want to feel better, I'll read you out our next six and uh, see where we go from there. All right. So we've got the Packers, Buccaneers, 49ers, Steelers, Ravens, Cardinals. So it's not much better for us. In fact, it's probably worse.
0: We have got Uh, the toughest schedule in football, haven't
1: we, our division? It's just absolutely, it's horrendous. But I'm not going to go into any of those games thinking that we won't win it because fuck it, why not? It's football, isn't it? Might win it. Might win it. Let, yeah. Let's
0: let's see what happens. And I probably will be staying up against the Cowboys and the other and the Steelers. I've got to. I can't not. Can I? Yeah,
1: exactly. the Bears
0: game. We might have to meet for that if you're back around just before Christmas. Uh oh yeah, when is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah actually we should probably
0: sort this out off the podcast yeah. Yeah. no one wants to fucking <laughs> to this shit today. On the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 sorry <laughs> about that.
1: All right, let's um <laughs> let's move on to week six and uh let's pick out some games that we want a look at here. All right, um where should we start? Where should we start? Let's start oh fucking hell, let's start the best game at the six o'clock games. Um Baltimore Ravens, uh LA Chargers. Now, this is probably two of the most exciting teams. On paper, the Ravens have already gone to overtime twice and uh, the Chargers, I think, have gone once or twice as well. Uh, Both offensively so much better than they were last year, as we've just spoken about, and defensively can give up big plays. So, Ollie, I'm looking forward to this one, mate.
2: This is a good one. Um, Yeah, exciting, high-powered offences. We shall see who wins the day. Hopefully
1: the Chargers. It's It's the battle of the quarterbacks, isn't it? Uh, again, it's it's the battle of uh, Lamar Jackson against Justin Herbert. Um, yeah, this is... I th- oh, is this game know- on at
0: six o'clock? Like, this should be on any other time, shouldn't it? <clears throat> but the problem is, the,
1: I, obviously, they pick them, don't they, before they know that these teams are going to be good pretty good. Um, but these are two... F- I think they're both four-on-one teams. Um, I
2: can see this being decided on, you know, being like 34-34 and maybe being decided mm-hmm. by a, a turnover or something like that.
0: Back to the old kickers again.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, it's got Justin Tucker written all over it. Isn't it it
2: uh, has. Uh, <laughs> Chargers could have like first and or first and goal with one second left, and uh, Staley would go for it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably. And he, yeah, he absolutely would as well. I can't wait for this game. Everyone knows my love for the Chargers. I don't even know why I love the Chargers so much. I just. Because she wants
0: want San Diego to win a Super Bowl because they never had one. That's why. San Diego, <laughs> fucking hell.
1: Yeah. You're living in the past, mate. You're um, living just... in the past. I don't no. know. I just I like the way they play football. I, as Ollie said, I like the aggressive nature of Brandon Staley. I love the I love Justin Herbert. He's a generational talent, a quarterback. Should we and call this, me, this the
0: is... Justin Herbert show?
1: Yeah, well yeah, we'll rename it or we'll get him on because he's a big fan. And um yeah, Liam, what are you expecting in this one, mate?
0: A classic, but apart from that, it should be it should be good. I I agree with Ollie. I think this could be a 31-33 sort of game. Um, but it's going to be interesting how both quarterbacks doing this against very good teams. That's going to be interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, both teams have got good coverage. So, all right, might not look like it for the Ravens or the Chargers last weekend, but you know. They do have good coverage and they've got good players in the backfield. Uh yeah, I'm really excited for it. If I had to pick a winner now, I'm gonna go for the Chargers. Um, unsurprisingly. Although Baltimore are at home, so could be swayed. Um, but yeah, cracking game. And hopefully that'll be the six o'clock. Well, not for me, hopefully it'll be the six o'clock game, but probably for everyone else who wants to watch good football. Then this will be the six o'clock game on Sky Sports. All right. Um
2: so, I've okay. got um, Sky Go on my phone so we can watch it on the way back.
1: Ah, oh, well, you're going, I'm not going back with you, am I? I'm going back to Manchester. Oh. <laughs> and now, more,
0: more admin on the podcast.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed that. The people love this short st- stuff, Liam. Don't worry about it. Um, all right. I want to talk about Bears, Packers, because I haven't talked about the Bears yet. It was a good win over uh, Las Vegas for the Chicago Bears in week five Um, but this is a real test Um, the Bears defense has been playing exceptional football really Um, and it's getting massively overlooked but I don't care because I know how good they are Um, What chance you've got of winning then? I'd go a 30% chance of winning this game because the defense is so good. Uh, They've got the most sacks in the NFL, they've got the second most turnovers in the NFL, they've got uh, I think they're the fourth or fifth fewest points conceded in the NFL. Um, they've just been brilliant. Khalil Mack's back to his best. I've already got six sacks on the season, paired with Robert Quinn, who's got five, I think. They're the two most dangerous edge rushers in the league at the moment. Um, yeah. And then I liked what I saw from Justin Fields. He played He played well on Sunday. You know, he, he didn't put the ball in harm's way. He did what he was asked to do. He's still getting kind of mollycoddled, he's still only been asked to throw 19 times a game, but that's fine at the moment, but this is the biggest test that we've faced probably all season other than the Rams, and um, I'm expecting a good game here, Ollie. I'm expecting a good game.
2: I think you should definitely keep it close. Obviously, the Packers just went um, four quarters plus with the Bengals. So, yeah, you're, I think if your defence can keep, keep you in it, um, maybe try and like, use Fields' legs, get him out of the pocket, Anything can happen.
1: I want to see that deep ball. I just want to see that. Uh, let him uncork a few. Jair Alexander's out for the Packers. So, yeah, let's attack their corners, man. Let's, let's get stuff going. Because, Liv, you know both these teams better than most, mate. And, you know, that the Packers pretty much always beat us because that's just the way it is. But uh, am I wrong to be quietly confident in this? Not think, co- not confident of winning, but confident of making it a game anyway. Yeah,
0: I definitely think you can have a shootout with them. I I don't know how it could go, but I think, yeah, I think you should be optimistic, definitely.
2: I want to see um, a bit more from Alan Robinson. I haven't seen loads of me yet this season. It's
0: because we but, don't yeah, throw the ball
2: he, a lot, mate. Jamar Chase just had 159 yards against the Packers, so mm-hmm. something similar for Robinson would be nice.
1: Yeah, I think if you're looking at downfield Fritz is probably looking at Darnell Mooney, but I want to see more from Robertson as well. Although he's always such a good and safe pair of hands on third downs. He has he's come up with some clutch catches. I want to see us run the ball as well as we have been, because Damian Williams looked really good last week. Um I was impressed obviously with Montgomery up for four to five weeks. This is kind of what we've got to do. But yeah, let's give Justin Fields more chance to throw the ball. Let's let's do it twenty five times. Let's do it thirty times. Let's let's get things going. You know, I just I'm not too bothered about losing this one. I just don't want to lose in an embarrassing fashion like we have done for the last few years. I want to give them a proper game. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for this one um, and see where my bears are. All right. um, Let's move
0: on. Uh, Help me out here. Where do we want to go? Browns Cardinals record. I was going to say, do we go straight to the nine games? Because there's only one.
1: Yeah, let's go Browns Cardinals. I have to give
2: them their full name, the 5-0 Arizona Cardinals.
1: The unbeaten. Arizona Cardinals, the only unbeaten team in the NFL, which is quite impressive, really. After well, it was the case after four games, but it's still the case after five. A uh, good win against San Francisco in Week Five, but this is another tough test because they're they're at the Browns in this one. Um, Kyler Murray didn't really get going against the Forty ers I think they kind of uh, shut him down pretty well, both with his arm and yeah, his he legs. had one rushing yard. Yeah, exactly. But which I is... thought you know it's.
2: <laughs> impressive that they they kept tabs on him Um, but at the same time he still got the win
0: Browns, yeah, got the win because their defence play well, sorry Liam Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt I think the Browns are due to win a game here Um, I'm going to say they're going to win this
2: Okay, I like it
0: Yeah, they need a win, they're owed it after the past few weeks and yeah I think they're at home, this is a good chance the Cardinals aren't going to be undefeated all season so I'm going to take the Browns in this
1: I like that because I've still got question marks against the Arizona defense. I don't think you can test it based on Trey Lance's first game for the 49ers because their offense is pretty stinky at the best of times anyway at the moment. So, yeah, let's let's go up against Nick Chubb, man. Let's go up against Kareem Hunt and see what's going to go on here because that running game is the best in football. And you're looking at Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt to have big games here because they're going to need to stop that run. And I, don't, I think you're right, Liam. I don't, I don't think they will be able to do
2: it. I don't think many teams can. Surprisingly to me, the bookies agree with us. Browns oh, I mean. are favoured
1: by three. That's Yeah, that is annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Someone's listening in, mate. I'm telling you, we, get, we got tapped. Uh, I'd probably take the Cardinals there to cover the spread. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Browns in this game. Um, if they can get... I don't think Odell Beckham was playing on... Sunday I can't remember um, I can get Odell, his name No if you can get Odell Beckham back and then I'm not too sure what's going on with Jarvis Landry I think he might be out for the season but you know the Browns don't need to concentrate on that passing game when they're running game so good and you've also got Kareem Hunt out of the backfield who's one of the best pass catching backs in the league yeah let's, let's have a go at this Cardinals team because as good as their offense is their defense is still shaky to me and you've got to find a way of keeping Kyler Murray quiet. And if anyone could do it, then Miles Garrett attacking this offensive line could probably do it. Um, but the problem with the Browns is that they've got so many injuries at safety and cornerback that if they can't get after Kyler Murray for whatever reason, then the Cardinals will win this game. That's that's my feelings on it because they've lost oh. so many players um, in their secondary that you, you've got D Hop and you've got, Christian Kirk and you've got you know Chase Edmonds they're going to have a lovely old time
0: I, was I think you just again. run
1: go on Ollie
2: <laughs> I think you just run the football and then and control the clock if you're the Browns
1: yeah I completely agree Chubb has been absolutely
2: ridiculous so far this season he's just he's he's so underrated
1: it. the thing is with Nick Chubb like his numbers would be even better if he didn't have Kareem there. yeah like it, it is incredible He he comes out for series that he shouldn't come out for as well. Like there was a, a free, three or four plays at the goal line where Kareem Hunt was in, but then I guess Kareem Hunt would be a number one back in about 75% of these other teams. So, you know, if you've got the players, you might as well use them and they've certainly got the players. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the UK game, shall we? As save the best uh, to Yeah, save the best to last. So, Ollie, we're going to see each other, mate. Yes, sir. Well, Liam, obviously, we're going to see each other as well this week, but I've only seen Ollie once in like the last two years. So <laughs> it is it is quite ridiculous. So uh, the, the very... two
0: better podcast hosts are meeting up, are they?
1: Well, that's it. I mean, we're, we're meeting up to discuss you, mate. And I, I, it's 50 50 if I'm being My honest. Contracts you're,
0: on the line. You're the urban mire of this podcast. <laughs> Not with mate. <barmaids, laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'll be good. I'm really excited to uh, to come home and see you boys, obviously, and I'm really excited to see some NFL because uh, it's been a couple of years since uh, I've gone to a game. Ollie, this is your first ever NFL game, mate. How are you feeling?
2: I'm buzzing for it. I can't wait. Got my ticket emailed to me this afternoon. Um, nice. Yeah, mate. Wait, well, I didn't get mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I won't see you there, mate. I'll, uh, I'll be in the pub outside.
2: Um, oh, this... Yeah, really looking forward to it. Obviously, we definitely could have picked a better game, but this was probably decided what, a year or two ago, what game would, would be in this country. So, can't fault it too much. It should be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and they're doing it because it's two of the biggest fan bases in the UK as well. And the atmosphere will be fantastic. You heard what it was like at, um, at Tottenham on on Sunday. The atmosphere is always good there. And you get fans from every single team. Um, I saw a lot of people on our Twitter feed that have been to the game and said how good it was on Sunday. Um Obviously, getting down there a bit early, enjoying the atmosphere, going to the NFL shop. Uh, I can't wait. Honestly, I, Liam, I'm a bit gutted you're not coming, mate. I won't lie. I,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly gutted I can't come. Just to see you all not in for the game. Yeah, I wish I was there. Um, yeah, and you've got to have a beaver town there because you get it on tap from the bottom of the glass. You've got, you've got to do it.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't mind a nice little beaver. Town, because uh, you know it's, it's one of those. I'm, I'm really excited. The stadium's cool as well, as much as I don't like saying that about Tottenham. It's it's an awesome place to go and watch football, uh, whether that be football or NFL. But you've um, got to
0: stay afterwards to watch the Ravens Chargers, surely?
1: Well, well, yeah. I want to. I'm not too sure what the the boys' plan are, but that's that's what I want to do anyway. But should we talk about the actual game itself? Because um, to me, I'm looking at. The Jags are coming off 20 defeats in a row, which is the most for any team in 44 years. This seems like a game they can win, like genuinely. They've been playing a better football in the last couple of weeks, and I think the Jags will win this.
2: I think Lawrence, he can obviously make all the throws. I think he just needs to keep the interceptions to a minimum. Mm. and But I, I don't trust them on defence. Um, so I think the Jags could definitely rack up 21, 28 points. And it's just where Miami can keep pace with them. Because the Jags defense is liable to concede 35 potentially.
1: Yeah, that's it. If it but the thing is, if it wasn't the Dolphins offense going against them, I'd be more worried. But where the Dolphins yeah. offense is so inept at the moment, I I, I think this mate, and I'm not just saying it because I love him. This is the James Robertson show. he's it, okay. gonna he's gonna turn up, he's gonna get yourself three touchdowns. He's going to have a great old time. He's been fantastic so far, you know, when he's actually been allowed to run the ball, 150 yards against the Titans and two scores. Um, I don't think Trevor's going to be asked to do that much, really. I think they're going to try and run the ball a lot more, Um, get after Miami where they're weakest, which is their defensive line, which has been really poor. Their coverage is brilliant because you've got Byron Jones, you've got Xavier Howard. So I don't think, with your rookie quarterback, you're going to be aiming at those two guys because that should be stupid, um, although it is urban mine. You, you never know. Uh, yeah, if I'm looking at the Jags to win this. I'd be really surprised if the Jags don't win this game, actually. I'm going to be putting my money on the Jags. I think, the Jags. I'm
0: thinking the Dolphins are going to win.
2: Oh, right, Spoiler alert. I'm, I mean, this podcast isn't out till the morning, so it should be fine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick up Gaskin off waivers this week because I have no running backs in fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> so nice. I'm just going to be looking for him to get the ball all the time he
1: had a great game against the uh, the Buccaneers, he had yeah, 10 receptions for two touchdowns, he yeah. had a lovely old time, Liv I'm interested to hear why you think the Dolphins have got this mate. is it just because the Jags have
0: got a history of losing the Jags just don't look like winning a game do they, I can't Urban Myers is still there, they're not winning games and I think if Tua comes back in I think they could win this Okay. Okay. I've I, I, over my I hope. Yet. I hope you get to see the Jags' first win because that would be great to see. But nah, I can't see things changing in Jacksonville yet. Okay.
1: I don't know. I I don't know why I'm so confident about it. It's just I'm I'm looking forward to it so much. It'd be good to get back there, and I just want to see a game. And I'm worried that we might see a a nine-seven or something like that going you on. You could but...
0: possibly, yeah, see a twelve-nine. I have it by
2: three and
1: a half. Oh, absolutely not. I'm not having that. No, no, no. Give me the plus three and a half on the Jaguars all day long. Yeah, man. Like all that. day long. But yeah, that'll no, be a cracking day. I can't wait to see you both Um, when I come down this weekend. It's going to be genuinely good. Um, Obviously, we do this podcast all the time, and people might think that we, we're always seeing each other. We don't see each other a lot at all. Um, I mean, you're
2: closer than when you lived in New Zealand. But, yeah, uh,
1: that is that is true. Yeah. That is true. Sometimes it it feels like the same distance because, you know, it's, yeah, that'd be nice to come back. I'm really excited. And um, yeah, I think we're we're there, boys. Um, I think we've just got to talk about one more thing. Um, I don't want to say too much on it because it's still pretty fresh. But, um, you know, John Gruden did resign as the uh, Las Vegas Raiders head coach last night um, as we're all asleep, apart from Bodge, who was watching the uh, (laughs) Ravens game. But um, yeah, so this comes after the back of uh, historic emails showing homophobic, um, racist, and misogynistic comments within those emails that were sent to, uh, I believe, people in the league. Um, so, you know, if I'm the Raiders, I'd have been looking to sack him instead of waiting for John Cruden to resign. But that's, that's just another thing. I'm glad that he's out of the building. I'm glad that I Ra- reckon
0: he resigned because of the contract. I honestly think they said to him, You're resigning. Because just because of the contract, because there's probably too much to pay him out.
1: Yeah, good point, mate. That is a Yeah, that is a good point. Um, yeah, he had to go. Um, I, this white...
0: So I'm not going to talk about what he said. Um, I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about him purely on an NFL basis. And he wasn't a very good coach. And a lot of Raiders fans I was reading today were really happy that he was gone because of his bad play calling. And I think that's what they need for their season.
1: I feel like well, you, you just want people like this away from your organisation. You don't want to be yeah. mired in this, you know, and you don't. What I hope is that it opens up more um, of these investigations going on in the NFL, because John Gruden will not be the only one that's doing this, you know, and it highlights the, the work that Colin Kaepernick and um, Eric Reed have done and since been blackballed by the NFL. But it shows that these players were right. This stuff goes on. And it makes it even more disgusting that those two guys are not able to play NFL football um, while people like John Gruden have been allowed to coach while this sort of stuff has gone on. Um, I hope it opens up to a wider uh, look at the owners and all head coaches and players across the league. And this won't be the last we've heard about it. Um, for right for right now, the right action has been taken um, and he's out of the building and the Raiders can can move on. Um, but yeah, Olive, have you got any thoughts on this one, mate?
2: Um, just that he can go and crawl back under the rock from which he came and maybe we'll see him poke his head out again in the future. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of ground for him to cover. Um, but it gives the Raiders an out. So there we go.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's not forget his brother, Jay Gruden, I think went through some controversy at Washington a couple of years ago as well. So, um, yeah, good to see him out and, uh, hopefully the Raiders can, um, get back on board because they're a good franchise with um good fans and they don't need to be admired in this sort of stuff. So let's get this racist, well, attitude and out of sport. And, you know, let's just – let's get Colin Kaepernick and Eric, Eric Reid playing football again. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it uh, Anyway, that might be for another podcast. I think, but... I think
2: um for the Raiders to have a guy like Colin Asim, he's the kind of role model you want, not – uh John G.
1: No, the Raiders are a progressive organization, which makes this even worse because they are—they're a good organization. They—they—they they, they highlight the problems and historic problems in the NFL, and they have done for a while. And that Kyle Naseem thing's a huge thing, mate. You're right because Carl Naseeb would have had to go through the organization to say what he wanted to say, and I'm glad that the Raiders made it absolutely okay because there's obviously nothing nothing wrong with it, and people should be allowed to speak out speak out more but um yeah it's just it's a terrible situation but it's come to the right thing with him leaving the building and uh let's see where this goes in the next few weeks all right boys i think we'll leave it there for this one but um
0: can i just say one thing quickly nfl in germany what do we all think well i could have a pint in munich i was gonna say road trip sounds good to me as long as you
1: don't take us to that fucking club again
0: let's not go into that anyway
1: what did you expect when you mentioned Germany and Munich?
0: Um, to talk about NFL and saying how much we want to go to Dusseldorf. That's what I was hoping you were going to say.
1: Well, uh, no, it'll be good. I'm glad that they're expanding it. Um, yeah, it's good for the league, I think. Uh, trying to get a game in. Mexico they honestly, City as well. they
0: really deserve a game in Germany because the league's much better standard than this country. They've got as good, better stadiums. Like, yeah, they really deserve it. And when every time the game's here, they have a lot of fans that travel. So, yeah. I, Cool. Of course is a better standard. Didn't you use the coach <laughs> in our league? I mean, it says that's, hell, that's, it? For, that's for the patron. So, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. But anyway, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can charge for your coaching tips, mate. We <laughs> <laughs> reckon people are really going for that one. But, Sorry, uh, national yeah, no.
0: championship. Yeah,
1: carry on. Oh, shut up. <laughs> All right. Um, let's leave it there. Um, okay. So, yeah, another good week of football coming ahead. And I get to see you boys. So it's a lovely week ahead. But thank you for both joining the podcast. Thank you, Wally.
2: Cheers, mate. We'll have to do a little, um, maybe like a live video or something from the from the stadium on Sunday.
1: Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll crop Liam's head in somewhere. We could <laughs> we can work it. Technology works. That's fine. We, do, put, well, we put, could do. we could do
0: it. Put me on Zoom or WhatsApp, and it could be like I'm there. Like you'd never know the difference, would you?
1: Well, I thought we could we could get the picture Thursday night and then uh, claim it Sunday. But I've just said it, so we can't do that. Uh, would, but uh, yeah. I'll
2: WhatsApp you like I'll WhatsApp George at one thirty a.m. on Sunday. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that will be happening when I'm on the train back, I'll tell you that. Uh, But no, Liam,
0: thanks for joining, mate. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember to check out the socials, usual places, pages. You know it all.
1: Yeah, at 4th and Out Pod. And yeah, thank you all for listening and see you next week. Cheers.
0: Bye. Bye.